Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Welcome to Truth Hounds, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Anna, and I've been unemployed for two years now, so I really have nothing going on. And I'm Kyle, and in middle school, I received the award Most Enthusiastic to Learn, so that makes me pretty special. And that is what makes us the perfect investigative duo. We are two friends who love each other very much. But what we love even more is getting to the bottom of mysteries. All mysteries, sure, but small mysteries specifically. Trust me, no mystery is too small. No, 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 why don't you trust me when I tell you we are ready to sniff around? We are the, the Truth, Truth Hounds. <laughs> You hear that? Can you tell? We're skydiving. We are, for you, the listener. But more on that later. Let's listen to that again, but this time, can we get a record scratch at the end? That's me right there, Anna. I'm tearing ass through the sky, and I'm yelling for Kyle. You're probably wondering how we got here. How did two women at the height of their podcasting careers end up falling from a plane in Paris, California? Well, in order to go there, we actually need to go back. Sorry, sweetie. And that's where I come in. Welcome to Season 2 of The Truth Hounds. Oh, I'm Kyle. 
Hello? Hi, Kyle? Yeah. Hey, it's Hi. Anna. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. That's great. Do, um, do you want to meet up? Yeah, I guess for old time's sake, I'll be right there. Hi. It's so nice so to see you. It's so good to see you. Oh, look at this today. Oh, I'm my God. Oh, my God. The birds are flying. It's beautiful. This is really beautiful. I mean, this is like, I, I, this honestly looks like a painting. Oh. Yeah, it looks like if you walked out there, mm-hmm. you would hit a wall because it's Oh, my it's God. A wait, painting. I'm so sorry to interrupt, but there's a butterfly. Did you see the butterfly? Oh, my. No, I. Oh, yes, it was beautiful. Wow, like a be- beautiful. gorgeous orange. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It really is a mate. This is like. I cannot believe we're looking at this. It's just the perfect beach day. It's perfect beach day. We got two guys fishing, fishing rods. I mean, this is amazing. Wow. I I really I missed coming here with you. I know we haven't been back. Yeah. Since the end of season since one. The end of season one. That's right. I mean, and we've seen each other. We've seen each other every day, but we yeah. haven't been back since. Oh my God. The close of our season. But I have to say that I was actually doing my monthly expenses, and I mm-hmm. think it, because we haven't been coming to the beach, mm-hmm. it was $500 less. Hmm. I wonder why. Well, no, it's because we haven't been coming to the beach that I think that I, I actually saved $500. Oh, I guess it could be that, yeah. No, I don't no, know, no, though. I'm, it might be something else, though. I'm pretty sure it's that. Yeah, I guess we'll never know. Um, wait, was there a cliffhanger? There was a cliffhanger, wasn't there? At the end of at the end of season right, one, we got that phone call from that That's guy. Right. And then we ended up not taking the investigation because we don't really do murder stuff. Murder's just kind of not yeah. our thing. It's not our. We thing. investigate we just, a lot of things, but murder's just not one of we them. We investigate like why is the butterfly so big? Why is the butterfly so free and looks so beautiful? Yeah. In the light. <sighs> Man. Are you going to well, ask me how I am? Oh, yeah. How are you? The thing is, I'm not good. What? I mean, this is good. I'm yeah. glad to be back. My spirits are I'm really high. I'm surprised by that. I'm so excited to see Roman, uh-huh. our sound guy, you know. But other than that, I'm not good. Why are you not good? I honestly don't want to tell you because it's, gonna, it's just really going to make you mad. Just tell me. What is it? Okay, you know how our podcast is on iTunes? Yeah. And you know how on iTunes people can leave reviews? Yeah. And you know how sometimes reviews can be bad? Yeah. We got a really bad review. What? What? Wait, what was it? Was it, you mean like a three-star review? It's not a three-star review. Okay, like two stars? I don't want to break your heart. Okay, just say it. We got a one-star review. What? We got a one-star review. A one-star review on our podcast? Hey, you can't yell. I can't, I can't. Please don't yell. I can't even. What did it say? I'm going to read it to you. Okay. (sighs) 
I'm not sure why I gave this pod a try, except that I couldn't accept that these two actually had a podcast. Well, they do. And it's not good. I listened, mystified that it exists, to episode one before abandoning. It wasn't informative or funny. I just don't get it. I don't know what to say. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. I'm so sorry. I mean, how are you feeling right now? Like, do you want to take a minute or how are you, where's your heart at? Truthfully, I don't think I can investigate anything right now. I just, I think I need to, I think I need to bounce and go take care of myself. Well, what if, yeah, what if we just did some self-care things and, because I totally understand and I'm actually being here, I go, sometimes it's important to be around nature and beauty and stuff and to do self-care. Yeah. Like, we'll just have to do that. We'll have to prioritize that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I gotta go. Okay. Season two, episode one. The criticism episode. It was season two. But to be honest, we couldn't move past the one-star review. The annoyance of the review honestly became like a little third friend. Where we went, it went. What we did, it did. When we turned off the lights at night, it was in bed next to us. Take this day, for example. We were supposed to meet up with the entire Truth Hounds team. Me, Kyle, and Adam, our editor. But maybe you remember him as Bernard from season one? Anyway, we met up with the team for a barbecue. But instead of spending time together, it turned into a full-blown bitch sesh between Kyle and I. How can I make you love us? Yeah, what, what's it going to take? Or at least love? like us enough to not leave a one-star review on our our fucking our workplace it's like literally it's our workplace it's literally like graffitiing our the building that we work on no, it's and being literally like, like fuck this it's like going into my office once we started a rant there was no stopping us from a show don't just leave a one star review saying blah 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 you, you know need, you need it's like a relationship it's like being in a relationship you have to be a good communicator yes you can't just say you know what you're it, bothering yeah, me it's not working for me you got to say no it's when you specifically do this thing yeah if you could do it this way yeah exactly if you drop if you wash the dish basically What was bothering us the most about this one-star review was that it wasn't constructive. I mean, it wasn't even specific. It was abstract at best. You know, that's the thing about today's culture. It feels like it's just made up of a bunch of guys standing around saying, Thumbs down. No way. Not for me. Hats backward, just standing there, doing nothing. Loitering in front of a big poster that has a huge X on it. Yeah, I'm with Anna. That's culture for you. Meanwhile, back at the barbecue, poor Adam was left to chop everything. 
check this out. You're going to hear him in the background chopping. Poor guy. Yeah, we, I, I want to look at every bad review. Yes. Contact the person. Yes. And go, what can I do for you? What can we do in this show to make it pop for you? For you. It was clear that we had to do something about this one-star review. You would get to the investigation stuff later. This, this was just something we had to do right then and there. So, we left Adam, Adam's Chopping, and the Truth Hound Barbecue. And we did what we do best. Scheme. The problem with this one-star review that we received on iTunes was that it only listed some random username. Couldn't really do anything with that. We couldn't even reach out to this hater and figure out how we could change their mind about us. We tried searching for the username on Instagram, but it didn't work out. There was nothing. We did find something that sounded kind of similar, but it turned out to be just a random guy. We wrote him anyway, just in case. He said, sorry if this isn't the right person, but did you happen to leave us a one-star review on iTunes? He wrote back immediately and said, I have never heard of you. Ugh, there was no tracking down this one-star reviewer hater. But you know what, Anna? We could always reach out to some of the other haters in our personal lives and talk to them about the podcast. I mean, I can think of a bunch of haters we could talk to. Okay. So, um, my mom had really strong opinions about the show. Mm -hmm. I want her to be honest, so we're gonna maybe not tell her we're recording right now. Hello? Hi, mom. Are you at home? Yeah, I'm at home. Um, Anna's here. Hi. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah. Kyle's mom? She's my girl. Um, I know you had some kind of strong opinions about what you heard. You mean you want to interview me? (laughs) Well, I just kind of... Can you just tell Dad to not scream in the background, though? Honestly, when I told you I had a bunch of haters... I was talking about my mom and my dad and my aunties. But my aunties weren't there because they're on Hawaii time. Oh, what do you what do you want to know? God. See, she already has an attitude. Kyle, your mom's my girl. Come on. Let's just hear her out. What were your sort of um your issues with it? When I listen to podcasts, I think of listening to it to keep me stimulated mentally. And I kind of felt like it was a podcast to help me sleep. I'm sorry. Can we play that again? Help me sleep. Was that your dad in the background? Saying the podcast helps them sleep? 
He said, sleep? Yeah. I'm sorry. He wasn't even in the same room. But he so clearly knows what your mom is talking about when she says the podcast is boring that he yells out the word sleep to finish her sentence? I told you that they were absolute haters. All I have to say is thank God my aunties from Hawaii aren't there. And by the way, I didn't appreciate that my dad was attempting to dunk on us from the other side of the room. I'm sorry, but if you're going to be saying stuff like that, come face me like a man and come to my side of the room. Okay. Could you put dad on the phone and can we hear him what he thinks? I'm here. Um, hi. Hi. Hey. So, what was your problem with our podcast? I, I think it just needed more energy. What do you mean more energy, though? You know, it's like when, you, when you're talking, you're very uh, clinical, mm. academic, mm. controlled. I think when you listen to radio, you want people who are going to energize you. Damn. Kyle, are you okay? I didn't know you had it so tough. Every day I face adversity. So we wrapped up the call. Okay, well, um, there's a lot to work with. That's a lot to work this with. Is this is really helpful. Really um, helpful. I'll call you to chit chat about other stuff later. Okay. Well, okay. I, you know, when you said you wanted to talk, I thought it was going to be a very expensive call. <laughs> oh my! What are you trying to? Oh my! You're that, that is so fuck messed up. You're so yeah. That's like you thought I was gotten to some trouble. Well, you know what? In a way, it's the most expensive call because it's it's really our creative endeavor on the line. Anna, stop trying to make it better. I just thought. Yeah, I know. You thought my mom was your girl? Well, she's actually a hater, and so is my dad. Damn. So is your dad, indeed. So we had talked to a couple of haters from my life, and they told us that basically the podcast was boring. I'm sorry, but... What are we even supposed to do about that? Be different people? Drive a car real fast? Record the podcast while jaywalking in Times Square? While any second the big ball will drop for New Year's? And you've lost your friends? And you realize that you didn't agree on a designated spot to meet in case this very thing would happen? And your phone is at 2%? And you don't know if you'll get to kiss the cute guy from work? Parents have such unrealistic expectations. They are literally crazy. Kyle. You are spiraling. You know what? I've got a podcast hater in mind. I know things are getting really good, but we have to take a break for some ads. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And the ad break is over. Back to it. You know what? I've got a podcast hater in mind. Maybe we could talk to them and see what we could do to improve. Oh, really? Who? Check this out. You know Wit? Wait, who? Wit. My really good friend? Oh, yeah, wait, Wit? Uh, your really good friend who happened to write the smash hit Contemplating Suicide? Exactly. Just to refresh your memory, here's that smash hit, Contemplating Suicide. 
Hit it. Contemplating suicide my whole life. I want to die. And then remember the remix? Hit it. Contemplating suicide my whole life. I want to die. And remember the acoustic version? Hit it. Contemplating suicide, I want to die my whole life. But wait, what's the problem? I love those tracks. They're smash hits. Why is Wit a hater? Yeah, and those smash hits sounded great on our podcast. Not that he would know anything about that. Wait, what are you saying under your breath? He's a hater because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Oh my god. Yeah. You see, what had made Wit a hater was that he hadn't even listened to our podcast, despite having been heavily featured on it. I had never confronted him about that, but I knew it was time. If we were going to confront Wit, we couldn't just use our normal approach. We would have to implement a system. You know, like a process. For approaching your haters. But haters who might also be dear friends. Step one of the system. We didn't want him to feel accosted. Typically, when we call people to accost them, Kyle and I are together in a room. Think about how difficult it would be if two people called you from one room and put you on blast. I mean, you would immediately feel ganged up on. So, that is where step one comes in. Kyle and I would still put Wit on blast, but we would call him from separate rooms. That is to say that we would each get comfy in different rooms with completely different vibes and we would call Wit and put him on blast. Right before we called Wit, we strategized. And please keep in mind, we were in separate rooms. Recording. Oh. They're going to be gentle. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be evil. No, no, no. No. So we go, are you somewhere comfortable? You hear that? That is step two in our system. To remind you, Step one, if there are two people delivering the bad news, they should be in separate rooms to sort of lessen the venom of the bad news. And two, step two, that is, before you actually deliver the bad news, you should always make sure the person who is receiving the bad news is somewhere comfortable. Think about it. What if they're carrying a lot of groceries up some long, windy stairs right as you tell them the bad news? We strategized a bit more about how to ease him into the bad news and practice the types of things we would say. Well, first of all, you've done such a great job for our podcast. Yeah, we wanted to thank you. We wanted to thank you, and we, we hope you know that you have a little fan base. Yeah. 
just a reminder. The bad news was that we were going to put him on blast. And once again, the thing we would be putting him on blast for was that by not listening to our podcast, he was actually being a hater. That's really weird. Okay, I'm going to call him. It's okay. We're going to be gentle. Hello? Hello? Hey, Zeradina. Hi, I, I am here with Kyle. Hi. I guess he just ran out of hellos, so not enough hellos to go around. Thanks so much for getting on the phone. Are you in a comfortable place? I'm on the couch next to a small dog, yeah. Oh, that's really nice. That sounds very comfy. Okay, good. He was comfy. We were almost ready to deliver the bad news. But now... It was actually time for step three. Step three, bring up something positive. We wanted to make sure that he was feeling fabulous, you know, before we tackled him to the ground. I mean, we just want to say what a, what a great job you've done for our show. Um, your songs are some of what I think our listeners love the most about our show. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um, That's good. Thanks. You have a ni- you have a nice little fan base. Oh, that's cool. Wow. He was on top of the world, right where we wanted him. It was a beautiful sight. But now it was time to take him down with our last step. That's right. It was time for step four. So to recap the steps. Step one, we called Wit from separate rooms. Step two, we made sure he was comfy. Step three, we made him feel fabulous. And now, without further ado, step four. Now, step four is harder to explain, but I'll try. It's like this. Rather than call out someone for being a hater directly, you gently lead them up to the accusation of being a hater. But along the way, you make yourself trip on a little curb like an idiot. Then, when it's time for the big accusation, you go, look, think you might be a hater. But then again, I just tripped on a little curb like an idiot, so what do I know? Thanks, Anna. That was awesome. But maybe a little confusing? I'm worried you may have lost some people along the way. So I'm going to try to give a clearer example. Okay. Let's say I took Anna's car out for a devilish little joyride and crashed it into a telephone pole and returned the car to her house without telling her about the crash. What Anna could do using the fourth step is she could go. Now, I'm not saying you crashed my car. And what do I know? I'm an idiot. But I'm kind of feeling like my car got crashed. 
Again, I'm not saying it was you, but I am saying you took my car out in one state and brought it back in this condition. So by process of elimination, I'm feeling like it's you. And I say that with love. But then again, I am a little idiot. So maybe I'm wrong. Okay, so now you know step four. Back to the phone call. This next thing that I say, it's not an attack. Okay. It's not. Okay, I'm ready. Now... I get the feeling. This is not an accusation. It's a feeling. It's just a feeling um, that this is just a feeling. So maybe it's actually wrong. But I get the feeling that you don't actually listen to our podcast. (laughs) Anna. Oh, my God. It's so hard to deliver bad news. Even if you know the person is comfy, it's really hard. You did a really good job. Hey, I'm just glad we had the system. It's not an attack. Because it's just a feeling. And I say it with love. And And you're still and you're still in that comfortable spot, right? Yeah, well it's not comfortable anymore after I just got No, that's why you have to sit more comfortable. This is just we just it's just a feeling, so we don't know if it's just it's We don't know because we called. That's why we called to just sort of That's why we called. Well, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I've listened to some of it. I've probably listened to two of them. But you know, I'm not. I'm not a big podcast guy unless, unless you know, like, uh, uh, like uh, Christopher Nolan's getting interviewed about the, you know, The Dark Knight or something. Okay, okay, I've heard enough. We had delivered the bad news, and now it was time to make this phone call constructive. Because remember, that's what we were looking for. Constructive feedback from our haters to make our podcast better. And double remember that this wasn't even technically an investigation. We had just become obsessed with one bad review and our egos were flapping in the wind. What could we do on our podcast that would make you go... I, I have to listen. I got to tune in. I got Yeah, I got to tune in. Uh, celebrity interviews. Bingo. But wait, Kyle, not bingo. We don't know any celebrities. Oh, I I guess not. But oh, wait, I I do know one. What what about John? Wait, who's John? I. I. I... Kyle, are you lying? Again? Okay, we didn't actually know any celebrities. But I thought on my feet. Maybe there was a workaround. I had an idea, and I ran it by wit. Huh, okay. If it were, like, a really, really good impersonator... Nope. Okay. Okay. Okay, never mind. We got off the call with Wit shortly thereafter and met up in the same room. You know, after being apart in separate rooms? That was really hard. So, we regrouped. 
Here is what we knew so far from talking to our haters. Our podcast was boring, and there were no celebrities in it. It seemed like if we wanted to placate our haters, we would have to make it more exciting and have so many celebrities that it would feel like celebrity whack-a-mole. Just when you bop Meg Ryan on the head, Keenan Thompson pops up. And just when you're done bopping him, well, here come the Olsen twins. Honestly, Anna, this sucks ass. Kyle. I'm sorry. I'm feeling very negativo right now. Well, that makes perfect sense. I mean, look at what we're doing. We're chasing down our haters and we're giving them power. We are wallowing in negativity. Can I call an audible? Uh, I, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it is our podcast. We need a new plan. We're giving too much power to the haters and obsessing over the stuff that they don't feel works. Instead, we should be giving that power to someone else. People who like us. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we hadn't found our audience and there were more like-minded listeners out there. They should be the ones with the power. So, here's an idea. Let's talk to a podcaster with a lot of listeners and ask them how they got there. Let's think of a successful podcast. Okay. So, what's a successful podcast? Um, The Moth? Hmm. I don't know that one. Oh, oh, uh, Terry Gross? That's a person. Hmm. I remembered right then and there that I actually did know someone. Someone who had been in the podcast game for three years. And that's pretty long. He seemed like the perfect person for Kyle and I to talk to. So, we gave him a call. And now, an ad break. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The ad break is over. Andrew? Yes. Hi. Hi. This is Anna. Hi. This is Kyle. Hi. Hi. Hi, Anna. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Wow. This was already off to a better start. I mean, at least this guy said hi to me. No offense, Wit. Um, we are recording, just so you know, right now. Okay, I, I am too. Damn, he was good. No wonder he'd been doing it for three years. Let's go back, though. We were talking to Andrew, a comedian. And more importantly to us, a certified podcaster. He hosted a podcast called Podcast, but outside. It was cool. And honestly, it was pretty popular. We figured he was pretty busy. So we got right into it. So, Andrew, what do you think the keys to having a successful podcast are? I think the keys to having a successful podcast are... Having an idea that is unique. Oh, oh, that's literally us. Anna and I are as unique as they come. Or maybe even more unique as the ones that come. Well, you know, they're coming and we're going. What else, Andrew? And having an idea that is easy to understand. Yeah, 
That's tough for us. You know, I mean, we do what we can. And we're actually trying to reel it in this season. But, you know, we aren't living by a log line. Oh, I can explain what the show is about. Okay, I would love to see you try. It's about us. And we're Kyle and Anna. Okay. And, um, we investigate stuff. But sometimes we go to the beach. Oh, and one time I rented a convertible. Oh, and we have a third friend, Rod. Oh, you're right. Damn. (sighs) Mm. Okay, wait. Let me throw this one out there. What if it is unique and it's... Hard to understand? Yeah, it's hard to understand. I mean, what about that? This guy was the expert. Well, that's 50% of what you need, so... Whatever. Honestly, he was hurting our feelings. I'm sorry, but what even was his podcast? Like, what was his podcast? Was it really so easy to understand? Go ahead, explain it to us. My podcast is called Podcast But Outside, and my co-host Cole Hirsch and I set up a table on the sidewalk at different locations outside, and we interview strangers who walk by. That actually was really easy to understand. I guess he really did know what he was talking about. We decided to take advantage of the opportunity and asked him what concrete things we could do to make our podcast more popular. You see, maybe if we gathered a big enough crowd of listeners who were shouting our praises, we would drown out the venomous whispers of the detractors. So this is a bit more of a, you know, grassroots approach, but... If you see someone who seems to be listening to a podcast, like let's say they're walking down the street and it's pretty clear that there's no music in their earbuds. Yeah. You can totally ask them to take out an earbud and say, excuse me, are you listening to a podcast? And they'll say yes. And then you could maybe say, is it truth hound? And uh-huh. based on your you know, oh. admittance, they'll probably say no. Right. And then you can say, and then you can say, or is it? Actually, out of all your ideas, I feel like, to me, this is the most doable. Wait, so we just do that probably a hundred times? As many times as we can. Yeah. This could work for you. I really, I really do think, you know. And, and then, you know, you could even say, if you, you could even say, hey, if you like the podcast, after he's done with you, you mm-hmm. can say, I would encourage you to stop a jogger yourself ah, in the future. Yeah. Kind of pays it forward. Yeah. It's almost like a virus. Yeah, it is like pay it pay it forward, sort of pass yeah. it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truth hounds, pass it's it really on. Good. I hope you guys, you know, find more ears. You deserve it. Uh, thank you. At that moment, Andrew had truly become our brother in pod. Our spirits were high. This was what it was all about. Not focusing on your haters, but focusing on love and community. Andrew had given us a gift. He had told us that all we needed to do to build a larger listenership was to go out there and find our community. That's right. We would go outside, seek out the runners, the thinkers, the movers, 
step face to face with them in their path, get right in their face, COVID be damned, and tell them, we are what you seek, whether you know it or not. Listen to the truth, hounds. So that's exactly what we did. We walked out of our houses, got into our cars, put the keys into the ignition, vroom, vroom, met up at a park that's in between our two houses, and marched right up to a man stretching, wearing AirPods, and no shirt. We were going to make him a part of our podcast community, whether he liked it or not. Okay, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. We're together. He's wearing a shirt. He does have headphones. We will stand from here. We're really far. Excuse me? Are you listening to a podcast? No, okay. Yeah, I don't think this is work. I don't think this is going to work. Honestly, fuck off. I'm sorry. Not you guys, the listeners. But this whole experience, I am so frustrated. All we wanted to do was make a good podcast, a great podcast even, and then some dumb fuck piece of shit left us a one-star review. We can't even investigate anything right now. And worse, we can't even look into it because they didn't leave their name on the review. So we can't even ask them nicely what we could do to change, and why they don't like us. We are obsessed. No, not obsessed. We are possessed. I'm not sleeping. Kyle just sits in her Prius in her driveway for hours at a time. So then, we tried something different. We tried to meet some of our other haters. People we did know. Actually, people who were really close to us. And guess what? They had nothing helpful to say. So, we thought, hey, we're being too negative, and we need to lighten up a bit. We tried to talk to a successful podcaster, who could be like a mentor, a big brother to us. And he basically had us accost people. But we were desperate. I mean, we love the podcast so much. And you guys, the listeners... We love you so much, we would do anything for you. So we went out there, boots on the ground. We talked to a guy with AirPods and no shirt on who basically ignored us and made us feel lower than dirt. Basically, the whole park just stopped and laughed at us. I mean, the birds laughed at us. Do you know what that's like? I guess Andrew's plan really did work because we really were building a community. It was just made up of people who like to clown on us. That's all. Hey, Anna? Not now. Oh, okay. You know what? This wasn't working. Listening to your haters doesn't work. Following the playbook of a supposed success, (laughs) that doesn't work. I think that we should just throw out the playbook entirely. There is no advice that we can seek or take because what we originally set out to do was to make a podcast that is unlike any other in the world. So this season, 
season two, you know what? We need to go where no other podcast has gone before. Hey, Kyle, while you're there, what's that quote about women? Kyle, since you're standing right there, what's that quote about women? Um, crazy women write history? That's right, Kyle. Crazy women write history. We are going to go skydiving for the podcast. Um, what? And then, while we're flying high, dropping from the sky... Um, I'm sorry, what? We will yell the name of the podcast. Which, by the way, is Truth Hounds. Um, and maybe include the season so they know what season it is? You're right. We will yell... Truth Hounds Season 2. I didn't tell my mom because I I know that she would try to talk me out of it. Yeah. I know that we we really need this for a podcast. This is really important. And I don't think she quite understands that. She's just going to try to talk me out of it. So I could not tell her. That's right. We were driving to Paris, Paris, California, to go skydiving. For you, the listener, we felt good about it. It was going to be expensive, but you know what? It wasn't about that. It would be really cool if we were able to bring Roman up there so he could have a boom mic when he he dives, but... yeah. I guess it was very it was very expensive. So that would be really expensive because I mean, this is a really expensive it, way to would, record a podcast. Yeah, yeah, we would be paying him for we'd have to pay for him to skydive and his day rate <laughs> plus his day rate. Yeah, there's just I mean, that's no a thousand dollar day right there. Yeah, that there's just no way. Financial setback or not, we were thinking about you, the listener. We weren't even that scared. Again, because it was about you, the listener. So we weren't thinking about the stuff you would normally think about before you go skydiving. Honestly, we were just having a great time together. And then the topic of what we were wearing happened to come up. Okay, wait. So I was going to text you today because as I was leaving the house, I go... I've ne- it's never occurred to me, where, what do you wear to go skydiving? Yes. Because I thought, well, yeah. you should... Did you have, like, a little bit of, like, a... Not to be not to be dark and twisted. But what will you want to die in? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. And also I go, sure. you know what, today I'm going to use um, extra... Uh, facial product that's expensive. So your skin looks nice. Yeah, because yeah, I go, what if I don't come back? That is true. You know, I I actually, yeah, I changed my t-shirt a bunch because I was thinking about what kind of statement I wanted to wear. Yeah. So before I was wearing the shirt that I'm wearing, I actually was wearing a St. Bernard shirt with a dog because oh. I was trying to make a statement to my dog. Like, I love dogs. I'm with dogs? I'm with dogs. I love dogs. If there's anything people need to know about me, after I pass, it's yeah. like dogs. Yeah. You know? Okay. Like I love my dog. I'm leaving him there in this world. Not to be dark. Okay. 
wow. I don't think either of us had really thought this through. Was there really a chance we could die? And I might never see my dog again? Um, yeah. I think that's a very real possibility. But this is for them. The listeners. What do you mean by them? Them. The listeners. Who is even them? They are right there. The listeners. We had been so fueled by rage, we didn't even think about the fact we could literally die. Skydiving. For a podcast. For you. The listener. But it was way too late. We were in Paris. Paris, California. And we were approaching the skydiving place. I don't even see the plane. Oh, is that the... No, that's a parachute. That is high. Oh, my God. It's a long time to fall. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Here we are. Okay. Okay, we're here. We are here. Okay, wait. So... At this point, we were flipping out. But as we said... It was too late. We were already filling out the waivers. You know, those things that say our families can't sue the skydiving company if we, you know, die? Oh, here. Skydiving's Yeah. Here we go. Right now, we're just going to do two waivers, an online waiver and a paper waiver. Uh-huh. Online waiver, you're going to do that on this iPad over here or one of those three over there. Just make sure you spell everything exactly like it says in your driver's license. So okay. So multiple last names, zillion last names. If you have multiple first names, zillion first names. Um, if your address isn't this, if your current address isn't the same one as your driver's license, use your current address. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then... They made it worse. We had to watch a video of a man saying that we had absolutely no rights or say in the matter if we, you know, die. View it very carefully and study its promises because once you sign it, it is a binding contract. And that contract is intended to require that you give up forever any and all claims you have under the law. Not only is it binding upon you once you sign it, but it is also binding upon your heirs, your family, and your representatives. We have to take a break for some ads. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to it. At this point, we were really crapping in our underoos. You have to excuse me. That might be the last time I get to say crapping. Honestly, I didn't want to go. I know we had this podcast, and I know this was all for you guys, the listeners. But I'm sorry. I just don't know if I want to die for you. I mean, no offense. I mean, look at you and you and you. You guys are awesome. This is life or death. Kyle, they just called our names out to suit up and board the plane. This was honestly so expensive that we couldn't not go. Okay, well, 
We had signed the waivers, watched a scary video of a man, and we said our goodbyes. We couldn't record while we were getting suited up to go on the plane, but hopefully this won't be the last time you hear from us. Okay, just in case. Um, it was an honor and a privilege to get to make Truth Hounds for you guys. The listeners. Kyle, I know that you don't like stuff like this, but I love you. And my only regret in life is that I never got to meet Danny DeVito. Though I did get to meet his son once. He actually liked my comedy, so... Um, any last words, Kyle? It was an honor and a privilege to get to make Truth Hounds for you guys. The listeners. Anna, I love you. And I'm sorry that I didn't say it that much while I was alive. I have two regrets in this life. One, that I never got to be on the reality show, The Circle. And my other life regret is that I never got a chance to invent a baggy bathing suit. I just think it's unfair that there's no bathing suits that are baggy. Listen out for us. Hopefully, we will be the ones who are falling from the sky, yelling truth hounds, season two. got on a plane, jumped out of it, and yelled Truth Hound Season 2. Well, Anna did. I kind of lost my shit. Honestly, I threw up in my mouth. I was strapped to a guy from Brazil, and he was awesome. I actually did shout Truth Hound Season 2 while I was in the air, but in the clip you just heard, I was actually asking the guy I was strapped to to also yell Truth Hound Season 2. He didn't. But he did yell the second best thing, which was, woo. And I was strapped to a guy from America, and he was mean. No offense. When I threw up in the sky, I held it in my mouth until I reached the ground. Because that is how mean the guy who I was strapped to was. No offense. I threw up! <laughs> All right, so just see this over here, Jeff. We'll be there. Just see how it hurts your body. Oh, 
I'm so proud of you for holding. All right, don't go anywhere. I got one more thing for you. My man. <laughs> You're best at best, Scoop. Give me goggles, please. Uh -huh. Okay, you got it. Doesn't she look like she's just skydiving all the time now? Yeah, I look like a local. See you next week? Yeah, see you next week. Yes, for sure. How do you... Alright, so I got this here for you. That is your first jump certificate. Congratulations. Oh, there. So, we went skydiving. For you guys. The listeners. Typically, at the end of an episode, we would meet up at the beach to talk. But, please don't be mad. We were just a little tired. You know, from skydiving. For you guys. Um, the listeners. But hey, will you do us a favor? Can you tell just one person about our show? It would really mean the world. And that way, if we went skydiving for, let's say, five people, it would have been worth it. And Kyle, is there anything you want to say to me? Maybe something from the heart? Crazy women write history. Cheers. Welcome to season two. Hey, if you like the Truth Hounds, please subscribe to us and leave us a five-star review. Seriously, it would really help us. And honestly, you gotta start earning your keep around here. And as soon as you're done earning your keep, follow us on Instagram at truthhounds and on Twitter at the Truth Hounds to participate in our investigations and see behind-the-scenes footage and bonus juicy content. Truth Hounds is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.